The His Girl Friday podcast is brought to you in part by Messenger Fellowship, living the kingdom, fulfilling the call, proclaiming the truth. Going everyone, this is Cameron Fry coming at you at 4:30 Saturday, the first of June. I don't know about you, but this is kind of a tough stretch for me. I know I'm a weather nut, so you know, summer in Middle Tennessee doesn't bode well for exciting weather. I mean, if you like sunny days, if you like benign conditions and just very predictable weather with no storms. Uh, you know, apart from the rogue after thunderstorm, I mean, this is the place for you. Um, and it's going to be this way for the next three, three and a half months. So we don't get that variety back until September and just got to hold on. So usually the first of June arrives. I'm not so thrilled, but it's the start of meteorological summer. So I know a lot of people out there, they enjoy the summer and they rejoice. So uh, we carry on. It's going to be a good stretch. So, all right. So initially I had teased a post-Paris, post-France podcast uh, with Lissa, but due to health concerns and scheduling conflicts, I know, she's my wife, you'd think that we'd be able to figure it out, but uh, due to health issues in the family and um, her being on staff at church and just some of the the scheduling, some of the prepping she has to do, um, I'll be flying solo today and wanted to at least, you know, maybe... We could do a two-parter where I kind of set the table and uh, just do some recappings uh, on last month's France adventure. And then maybe Liz could come back and lend her thoughts because it was a joint experience, obviously. And it was a very important one in our relationship and one that, you know, you might think, well, I don't want to hear about your trip. Why? What does that have anything to do with me? <laughs> well... Let's just say that if you're listening to this, you know, you can't get away from the hosts, obviously. And, you know, the hosts, in my case, you know, being 1A on the His Girl Friday podcast, I mean, my worldview really did change. And those 10 days I was overseas, and this was the first time I was overseas with my wife. And so we, we both experienced a worldview shift. And so I think it's good to unpack that. And you hope that it can not only broaden your horizons, but broaden the way you approach certain topics and add that international flair to some uh, if needed. So, And that was one of the highlights that I'm going to come back to is just building relationships, some new bridges with some new friends, you know, thousands of miles away. And, uh, but I'll get to that later. Um, the first thing... That I want to talk about um, has to do with the importance of being ready. And if you are in business, even if you are in high school and you have a lot of commitments, you know, being ready for that test, being ready for that interview, being ready for that uh, project, being ready for that report, it all comes back to intentionality and being purposed and good communication really flows from that intentionality and having a game plan and um, taking time to just pause and prep a plan of action. 
and the spiritual element, not uh, forgetting or losing sight of that, bringing God into the picture. You know, when I write something very early, uh, very early on in the process, I there's a, sh- a short, simple prayer like, Lord, I don't want you to be detached from this. I invite you into this writing moment. And even now, I probably should do that with this pod, you know, just to, as an example. Lord, guide us this conversation the next 15, 20 minutes. Take us where we need to go. Because we're not doing this just to have a casual conversation behind closed doors, uh, from one closed door to the other. But um, we're here to exalt you and, and discover how we can glean from one another's experiences and, and adventures. So we just give you this time in Jesus' name. Amen. So where to begin? That's a fair question. Uh, listed a lot of the prepping in, in March, April leading up. So I, I give her mad props. You know, she did her homework. She, she locked in some good rates. Um, I helped her here and there, but for the most part, she did the booking, and we both have experience booking travel. Um, I it's one of my primary responsibilities at TDOT as an account technician employee there. Um, listed uh, some of this at Dave Ramsey as well, so we we both have experience uh, prepping, uh, planning for travel. But international is a different story, and so uh, we, this was the first time we'd be in France, and it was. Once we got over there, I think that actually that was the biggest challenge. The biggest hurdle was not so much once we got there. It was just getting there in the first place. And many of you can testify to that. Uh, making your connections, uh, if you have more than one stop. Um, you know, for us, we went to Atlanta, Toronto. I had to do customs there, and we had a very small window to get over. We barely made our plane from uh, Toronto to Paris. And on the way back, we had a similar instance, and uh, we actually had to leave our luggage in Atlanta. Um, we threw to Newark on the way back then, before going to Atlanta, and we were very tired by that point. So I might have been uh, crappy a little, at, at <laughs> uh, which, I, again, I'll explain later that situation. But um, traveling is not for the weary of heart. And this whole trip wasn't just, oh, it's our five-year anniversary. Let's do something epic, which is true. Um but it was a, it was a yes to God. It was a mutual yes. Like we need to go on this trip, and that's just really defined family uh, our family dynamic in the last nine ten months. So much of what we're involved in just has started with a yes. We just feel the the uh, an upwell of faith. We don't try and rationalize or make sense of it. We just say yes. And there's probably some things we said no to that we should have said yes to. So I'm not saying we're perfect, but in in general, I'm I think our family's on the right track. Uh, me and Liz too. All right, so getting over was a challenge. Um, you know, the jet lag didn't really kick in until day three or four. Um, I think the hardest system was the the metro system over there. I, I told people on the way, uh, you know, once I got home, 10 days over in, in France was an education and navigation. And we learned and studied a little bit of French, uh, enough to kind of recognize this is what this word means on this sign, like when you're trying to get, when you're at the airport or you see something like a road sign, even a billboard, you know, you see a certain um, word. You want to be familiar with what it means. You know, you want to know your left and right. You want to know the directional words. Um, so uh, I think we were able to do well uh, with the limited amount of French that we knew. Um, however, I encourage you uh, to prep more than, don't, don't just crash course in a month. Spend several months really absorbing uh, just if, if you're going to use a new language, really prioritize it. I learned some in, in 
that Duolingo app, and I wish I would have done uh, utilized some more means like Rosetta Stone. Um, even though French is not, you know, my, a language I'm really driven to learn, um, as opposed to Spanish, for instance, uh, I think it's wise to when I talk about prepping, know the territory which you're going to, and the language is a big part of that. Obviously, uh, divine appointments, open doors, uh, they could be fueled by you taking the time to study out. A certain language. Um, so I know you know this, but understand just the the evangelism, the witness implications of learning a language. Know that you're investing more in just understanding someone in casual conversation. Um, you're not just studying a language on uh, you know textbook style, but you're investing in an opportunity to lead someone to Jesus potentially, or or point them in a Jesus direction. Um, at least showing them the type of love that Jesus would have shown them and. I'm sure, you know, Jesus knew multiple languages. You know, it's just, we, we don't pause to think about what Jesus studied or what he most likely um, spent his time cultivating in terms of intellectual cultivation, I guess in a, in a term or phrase. Uh, but I'm sure Jesus, you know, was a faithful studier um, growing up. And so, anywho, um, going over there, it was really tough to find. Uh, opportunities to rest because we we hit the ground running and we knew that the first few days we're we're going to see this attraction we're going to see this museum we're going to see this exhibit we're going to um, see the Eiffel Tower and boy was it a sight to behold and uh, you know uh, I forgot to mention this earlier but May first was the French Labor Day and. There were a lot of yellow vest riots in the streets, and that meant that the metro had to be closed. Uh, the train station had to be closed for an exit. So we did a lot of walking. We we between the two of us, we walked a marathon the first day and a half, two days. So I say it's exhausting. It, it was literally uh, in a physical sense. Get under the Eiffel Tower though, and it was just like man, all the working, all the walking rather is so worth it. Uh, what else did we do? We saw went to the, the Louvre and. Uh, Versailles, and uh, we couldn't see everything. Uh, why, you know, we planned this trip um, before we realized we were pregnant. So, you know, sometimes life is gonna throw a, a wrench in your in your plans. But being that we were still at the tail end of the first, it was the if you look if you scale out a pregnancy, this, we hit France at a good time. We almost didn't. We almost couldn't go because of health issues. Uh, morning sickness has been an, an issue uh, with this pregnancy, uh, more so than the first two. The Lord's good, and he he has been answering some some prayers of health uh, nonstop on, on our behalf the last couple of weeks. So, for those of you listening to this who've been praying for us, uh, from from Liz's pregnancy to Everly's uh, meningitis scare last weekend, which I guess is another topic. Don't mean to open a can of worms there. Um, so it was just a fun adventure, uh, as tiring as it was the first couple of days. Uh, flash forward or fast forward to the. Missions Conference, the, uh, what was it called? It was a Messenger Fellowship Summit that was being held uh, in Lyon. And we had to take a train from Paris to Lux to Lyon. Uh, or rather, it was in Lux. We, we, Lyon was the mid-spot, sorry. It was the midpoint, rather. So we took a train from Paris to Lyon and Lyon to Lux. There you go. And it's amazing. You lose, you lose sight of some things in, in a month's time. Um, so this summit was an opportunity uh, to... 
have an international convening of both pastoral and vocational leaders, and I was really excited about this, and one of the reasons why Alyssa and I felt the need to go up there is because we have a heart for vocational bivocational ministry. We have a heart for those who are pioneering their faith in uncharted territory. And it was just refreshing to kind of meet some peers, interact with some peers, and uh, even get to, we both listen, I got to share from the heart, uh, share some words, uh, some prophetic words, um, and also just some, uh, we, we, we got to teach some of the, the recent lessons we've learned, some of the content that I post on His Girl Friday, I got to share. So it was cool to make that connection. Um, you know, I don't know if it's a, a France thing, a Europe thing, or just getting outside of the U.S. thing. Um, but one of my takeaways was it, making friends and in different countries, you make them a lot quicker than you do over here in the States. I feel like we're way more guarded, a little more skeptical relationally, way more into self-preservation than perhaps other countries. I just feel like, I don't want to say that people in the States are, are not authentic, um, but it takes a while to get to know someone. And over in France, I feel like it didn't have to waste a lot of time. You could skip a small uh, talk step, and you could have these uh, heart-to-hearts, even with translators. It just it just seems like, you know. I mean, for some people, we we just met them, and then we had to pray for one another, not knowing anything about them. So you're relying on the Lord in those moments. Um, uh, and with these type of conferences, there's, a, there's an element of prophetic activation. It's not just we... You know, it's just a conference and we're just absorbing knowledge and information. Uh, there is a part of that, but there's roundtable discussions. There's a chance to, um, for everyone attending, to collaborate and to integrate, bring something to the table. So it's really encouraging to hear the hearts of different leaders. Um, and I I think for part two of this France discussion, I'll talk about some of the things that were said that really resonated, but just zooming out big picture, it was just interesting to note that building relationships not as tough. And yeah, you kind of know, well, you're going to go back home. If things don't work out, at least you kind of have an escape plan already set because you, you have to return home at some point. Um, but for whatever reason, um, I mean, that, that wasn't in the back of the mind for me so much. Being courageous and being bold and being intentional with respect to relationship, it was it was just effortless. And I feel like it takes effort over here, and I'm still trying to figure out why. Um, in my own backyard, it's so much harder than in a distant land thousands of miles away. And maybe some of you have tasted that in your own experience. Um, maybe it's this inner sense of uh, carpe diem, you know, we... we are more prone to seize the day when we're outside of our element, which brings me to one of the points I want to talk about today, and that is being intentional and going outside your comfort zone. Another way of describing this point is knowing who we are, where we are. Sometimes we know one and not the other, but not together. And this is one thing that the trip taught me the importance of just examining yourself constantly, especially on the front end of 
a big adventure that God has for you, whether that is more of an assignment or it can be travel. It can be um, a relational challenge, something that God's wanting you to conquer, something that God's putting in your life for a reason where that Joshua 1.9 strength and courage is needed. And speaking of some Bible verses and Bible stories, when we talk about this point and we talk about not only being intentional to say yes to God and to go where He's leading you to go, but to be strong and courageous um, in these new waters. Uh, read Esther and read Nehemiah, just two books that, two stories that come to mind uh, if you want to do a case study to go along with this. Now, that Second Timothy passage also comes to mind, you know. One seven, I believe, you know, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, or self-discipline, in other translations. And that spirit of intentionality is a cousin of the spirit of self-discipline. You know, this is going to be a rabbit trail of thought here. But when I say dare to get out of your comfort zone, there actually is a comfort zone to pursue. There are times that we need to break out, and there's times where we need to stay. So I think a lot of times we talk about our comfort zone. We immediately think, got to get out of it. Somewhere or another, I got to get out of it. And there's a, a number of times where that's true, but there are other times where God wants us to be still and know that He is God, to wait patiently on Him and let Him be your comfort zone. See what I mean? I think a lot of times we we feel like we have to adventure and sojourn and we have to level up we have to tackle something new better higher we got to get to the more in order to break out of our comfort zone and more is not equal to courage and reliance and dependence upon the holy spirit let god be your comfort zone and that's one of the things that listen i initially struggled to do while we're in france but i think we eventually got to the second half of the trip you had the anniversary adventure on the first half and you had the ministry component in the second half it's powerful stuff that you can t- you can take this anywhere you don't have to travel abroad to to get this i didn't plan on sharing this point by the way hence the rabbit trail uh disclaimer but bottom line i just wanted you to find peace and rest knowing that you saying yes to god is going to take you to where you need to go And when you get there, He is more than enough. He is sufficient to provide for what you need in that moment for relying upon Him. It's like this uh, infinite loop where we say yes, and on the other side of that circle, or just that we round that first corner, and we find that God is going to provide what we need to continue saying yes to the next. Um, And more and next aren't the same thing. A lot of times we want to pursue the more, And really, it's the next that God is after. So, anywho, just some food for thought. All right, so I could keep going, you know, uh, but I think I'm going to save the specifics as far as the content that was talked about at the Messenger Summit and maybe leave some of the specific challenges we encountered, again, getting to France and once we got there the first couple of days, and save that. Uh, those juicy tidbits for when Lynn and I can pod together. But at least wanted to get some nuggets out there for now, kind of set the table, and that's the point of, of this pod. So this is why part one is going to go in the title of this. 
as I like to do. I, I am prone to series, so you guys put up with me. Um, anywho, in the meantime, hope you have a great start to the month. And if you have any questions, concerns with with this, with this pod, with this content, or uh, other pods, other contents, uh, we're not on Spotify, by the way, just because I haven't mentioned that before. If you could feel free to check us out, and um, I think we have twenty twenty nine episodes. This might be episode thirty. Now I think about it, but we're slowly building our repertoire, our uh, our inventory of uh, audio content. So uh, if you guys want to check out our library, whether it's iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify, etc., you know. Yeah, YouTube. I mean, we're trying to get it and uh, reach as many people we can on different platforms. So if you have an idea on other platforms we can use, feel free to, to, to give us a shout out. But know that we're rooting for you. We're supporting you. We may not even know you. We may not even. We may have. We haven't had the privilege of meeting you yet. But uh, just know that we are brothers and sisters in faith. And just just because I don't know who you are, listening to this, most likely, doesn't mean that I can't pray for you. Biden that reciprocal power and we'll touch base at some point so all right love you and as i always say i'll catch you on the fry peace